like my father was in East Tennessee land of free home and free spent time as a kid hills of Carolina mountains and valleys there there's no place finer till my time How is everybody? How's it going? We hope you all are well. Man, we do hope you're well because the virus is rampaging. It is wreaking havoc through everywhere right now. Yeah, it's not fun. (laughs) Mm -mm. I just got home from the hobby store. Does anybody else have a teenager that's into RC cars? Because... I mean, we used to like get like a $30 setup at Walmart. Now it's like $600 and then, oh, you broke apart the next day. Let's go pop in another 50, 60. It's insane. Like, and it is the new thing with teenagers is RC cars and hobby towns. Like, oh my God. I mean, at least they're getting outside, I guess, but yeah, yeah, there's that. It's very expensive. It's crazy. Gosh. The only hobby I have right now is uh, binging Euphoria, um, which I would love to hear any listeners who have also watched that show because I texted Sarah last night. I mean, I stayed up entirely too late. Like it's the middle of the work week. I stayed up until 1 a.m. last night. I was shocked. I was like, it must be good because Morgan doesn't stay up to watch anything. (laughs) No, I never do. Um, And I'm absolutely exhausted today. It was a terrible idea. But um, I texted Sarah and I was like, that's the most accurate depiction of addiction and mental illness that I've ever seen depicted in film, like in modern times. Uh, So I felt I had a lot of feelings about it. And I'm really interested. I wish Riley would shut the fuck up. God. <laughs> um, I I would love to know if other listeners have also watched the show who have also experienced addiction and mental illness and would agree. Um, I can't wait to set it up. Like, I'm definitely going to dive into some of that. I wish I didn't have to take my kid also to hockey tonight. High school hockey. Who makes hockey games at 830? Like, come on, people. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would not have lasted that long if I were the hockey said hockey player. No, uh-uh. I guess cheers to being young and having energy because yeah. I'm not there anymore. <laughs> no, no. I mean, staying up till 1 a.m. and sleeping in till like 830, like absolutely wrecked me. <laughs> <laughs> She's down for the count, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done for today and probably tomorrow, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well... Uh, this is Sarah. I'm the older cousin. And I'm Morgan, the younger cousin, the one not raising a teenager right now, the one just trying to raise myself. And a big dog. And a big dog that you all just heard for way too long. Oh, Exhausting. I didn't get to tell you either. I ordered you something. It'll be there like tomorrow. What? That'll hopefully oh help gosh. with your dog walk. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what it is, too. Yeah. Well, I'm excited today to talk a little more about a person that is very close to me, my biological father. Mm -hmm. And he's peeped in in a couple of the stories, but we've never really dove into him and his personality and some of his doings. And I will tell you, that man, he 
Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, so, sorry, I was holding my finger up for Sarah for me to talk. And I think she thought that we needed to stop. I was just going to say, I'm so sorry. It's okay. We're not, we're not killing it at the podcasting today or just existing Life. in general. Yeah. But I was going to say, um, if you guys are caught up and have listened to previous episodes, he was the one in the um, raccoon episode who uh, was there to show up with the duct tape. He's the duct tape king. Yes. Yeah. He is all about fixing something. But I'll tell you, he died at a very young age. Yeah. His body was uh, definitely abused and he had a really fun time. I mean, (laughs) he was around. It was going to be fun period. Like there was no and or if or buts about it. Now, if you needed some serious shit happening, he might not have been the right person to have around. (laughs) But if you wanted to have a good time, he'd be the one. You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about the first house that um, my first husband and I lived in when we were in poverty. (laughs) And (laughs) my dad, it was an old house. My dad showed up to that house and he goes, oh my God, do not walk around barefoot in this house. I lost a hit of four window pane acid in the 70s in this house. I never found it. Let me know if you found it, though. <laughs> Don't walk around barefooted, though. It's some good stuff. So he, you unknowingly moved into a house that he had lost Partied some in. acid in yes. many decades before. Um, that, is, that is like the most your dad story I've ever heard. Yes. Just, such yeah. like a larger than life personality. Absolutely. He really and truly did. Really and truly did. <laughs> so I'm going to tell about one of the adventures we had with this man while he was still around. And, you know, he liked to partake. He was definitely suffering from alcoholism. Definitely yeah. loved some substances, had some addiction problems, you know, just kind of struggling from one fun time to the other throughout his entire life. Yeah. And you know, I guess this was before I married my first husband. So he and then two of our best friends decided to go to the beach. And my dad never got to go to the beach, like because of his life choices. He like never yep. had money for vacations, right? So I was like, well, you can come. Like, of course, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have like this fun memory with my dad. Like, we're going to go to the beach together finally because we've <laughs> never gotten to, you know, it was like the early 2000s. And of course, it starts out exactly how I, I guess, probably should have imagined. We, we were in an Xterra. And I was in the back seat with my friend and he sat back there. And from the get go, he gets in the car and he's got like a pack of beer he's drinking on. He's got a huge, a fifth of like Kessler's or something. And he can't <laughs> find the fucking lid. So here he is in my car and I'm like all about the rules. He's got this open container that he's drinking and we're up in the bobble belt. I'm like. You got to do something with that. He tried to like make a lid with some aluminum foils. I'm oh, no. so mad at him. And I that's like, like a what? Eight hour drive? Nine hour drive? Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. All the way down to Florida to Panama City from uh-huh. uh, good old Tennessee all through all the country roads, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was so aggravated with him. I was just like, you need to just put it in the back. I don't want to be driving through, you know, some of these states <laughs> with an open yeah. container and you smell like booze and you're already drunk, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Off to the beach. <laughs> Wait, were you of age at this time? I 
that's where I get stuck. I can't yeah. remember if it was right after I got of age. And I, I'm going to guess that I was because we went out and drank and I drank. So I think I had just turned 21. So okay. I think I was just barely 21 at the time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm already just pissed at him, you know, knowing make the whole damn drive he has his fun with his goddamn aluminum full lid on his <laughs> fifth of kessler's that he's finishing off and he's God. a very animated person so there's like cat calls there's like hooting and hollering happening you know like he's just always wanting to tell a joke and have a good time yep. and so my nerves are on in but we made it and we stayed in a condo and so we get to the condo and we take all of our stuff in and and also groceries that we had brought and we were starving so we get there we get all the groceries in put everything away and like we're ready to go eat dinner well he was ready to have his evening nap because he was sloshed you know it's like dad are you sure you don't want to go to dinner with us come on like we're gonna go catch some seafood like it's gonna be good no not big I'm gonna stay right here you know laying on the couch and I was like okay well I'll bring you something back we were not gone that long. Okay. <laughs> Just a normal dinner, right? We were not gone that long. And I get back in, and the first thing I see is he's passed the fuck out again. Only there was like Reese cups smeared all over the living room table in front of him and like trash everywhere where he had clearly gotten up and gotten into like some candy and chips and ate. And I thought that was all of it until I get into the kitchen and we're all four just standing there staring at this kitchen. I have like pictures from my old like click and roll camera that I had back then of yeah. like the whole area depicting what had happened. He got into everything like we had yeah. put all the groceries away. You would just stand. It was a U-shaped kitchen and it was just every I mean, there was a whisk in the butter. Like, were you eating the butter? Like, what is happening? I mean, every single thing we bought had been opened and like dismantled. And it, it's like, how did he even manage to do? Did someone break in and put right. a whisk in my butter? Like, I mean, happening? I've seen I've seen the photos that you're referring to of the kitchen. And I mean, to reference the previous episode, like it literally looks like a, a raccoon or an animal, like <laughs> just tore apart the kitchen. <laughs> Yes. Like, it does not look like it was done by a person. Yeah, no. And he's out again. And it's like, how did he have time to do all this? And of course, <laughs> it's like, this is our food. So we're pissed yeah. and pissed about the mess. And, you know, I'm like trying to wake him up. And God knows he falls asleep with food in his mouth all the time. So he's like swallowing his last bite. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? You know, he's like <laughs> always real innocent. What? He used to call my ex big. What big? big. What? I got hungry. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, and this is how it starts. So if you ever had a family member that is a functioning alcoholic, you will know that typically they wake up really early and I am stereotyping, but there is something about people who drink heavily and waking up really early. Yes. I think it's because they're dehydrated. That's my theory. And I'm sticking to it. Yeah, so, we've talked about it before. That's yeah. Same with my mom, same with your mom. I mean, so you can see it that his ass was up early the next morning actually yeah actually when I'm hungover I always wake up really early yeah. I, I drink water and go back to sleep usually but I'll always wake up unreasonably early which you feel like shit when you're like I'm hungover and sleep deprived yeah so it's totally a thing totally yeah. so if, yeah totally a thing I do the same thing my body does the same thing to me I wake up real early <laughs> so we wake up the next morning relatively early and he is nowhere to be found 
And I'm just like, God bless. Where the hell did he go? You know, like we're on the hunt for him already. So we go out on the patio and look out and I guess he'd already gotten up and got drunk and had gone to the beach by himself and was like over, like passed out over a sand hump and the water is like approaching him at this point. Oh God. Little did I know that was going to be an every morning thing. So every morning, by the time we woke up, he'd already had his own party, went to the beach, passed out on the sand dune. Security's over there, like, trying to see if he has a wristband to even be on the property. And I'm like, from the patio, like, he's, he's got a wristband. (laughs) He's supposed to, he's not a bum. (laughs) Can confirm. He's, he's here with me. And if that wasn't enough, he would wake up early and he would do this Felix the cat. (laughs) okay so like Felix the cat is like an old like cartoony thing and he would make cat noises and take his hands and scratch at the doors where we were all sleeping until we woke (laughs) up (laughs) my god and let me tell you how pissed off some people are hungover waking up to Felix the fucking cat (laughs) I mean he was just animated just wild as shit I cannot believe he passed out on the beach every single morning every morning before we even woke up I was like Jesus I don't even know how you can function but I'm glad you're having a good time so I mean there was one night we went to go to eat and he'd been partaking all day and we're all getting out of the car and I just remember him like coming across the seat to get out of my door and he just doesn't make it he just passed out so I like shoved his legs back in the car it's hot we're at the beach I like rolled down the window and just shut him in there like shit what am I supposed to do I'm hungry (laughs) yeah you can't carry this man into dinner if you're not up for the trip brother like you gotta stay in the car The very best parts of the story are he um, always had flasks. And I guess I thought it was cute at some point. No, maybe he bought it for himself. Either way, he wound up with a flask that looked like a cell phone for that era. And so Uh (laughs) he carried this cell phone flask around everywhere. Well, him and my ex decided that they wanted to get some mopeds because they both ride motorcycles. And I tried to get on the moped. I'd already been drinking that day. I was very uncomfortable. There were no helmets. So me and two of the other friends, we got on one of those little three-wheel like buggy things. We went bar hopping while they went on their mopeds and rode around. But we have lots of pictures because we kept running into them because they're like cutting it on the mopeds and he's got his cell phone flask and he'd be like, hang on, my phone's ringing. That's what he'd do the whole trip. (laughs) Hang on, my phone's ringing. Glug, glug, glug. And he'd be like, hey man, it's for you, big. And like, pass it. (laughs) (laughs) To my ex, they're drunk as shit on mopeds. Somehow they survived. I don't know how. I have great pictures. That's hilarious. There is something about little side story. There's something about mopeds in Panama City. I so in my time, Panama City was the destination for your senior trip. I think they have since like shut down Panama City for partying. (laughs) Like I think they've changed it, right? Yeah. Like I remember that being a big thing, but that was where we went for my senior trip. Um, I was not 18 when I graduated high school. My birthday's in August, so I was like 17. I was going to be turning 18 in a few months. I could only get a fake ID to be 18. Like I couldn't find anyone. I didn't know anyone in high school who was 21 and I didn't know how to get like a fake, fake ID. So I just like borrowed someone else's. Right. 
So I just wanted, I was like, I just want to be able to get into the clubs or whatever. Cause <laughs> yeah. somehow we were able to get alcohol. Like, I don't know how, who or how we got the alcohol, but like, that wasn't like a concern some, for some reason. Cause we had our like little condo stocked, but I was like, you know, I need to be 18 for my senior trip. So I had this, um, this high schooler who was a few grades above me. She like, let me borrow her ID. We didn't really look that much alike. I <laughs> did not know what I was doing. This was like total rookie. And I tried to use it to rent a moped. <laughs> we just wanted to ride mopeds. Cause that's like what you do in Panama city. Yep. And I went to sign, like, we're all filling out the paperwork. Of course, I'm the only one who's using a fake ID. Literally everyone else is 18. (laughs) I go to sign, you know, the signature. Of course, I have not prepared for this. So I sign my name, scratch it out, and then try to, like, sign her name. I don't look at how she signed her name or anything. Just, like, fuck it all up. And I give it, we we give all of our paperwork or whatever. And I think, I think the fake ID's name was, um... Anna or Anna, like one of the two. Yeah. And the guy was like, uh, hey, Anna, can I talk to you for a second? Of course, I don't respond. <laughs> and my friends are like, come on, is that you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, what do you need? And he was like, so you're Anna? And I'm like, mm-hmm. he's like, where do you live? And I was like, um, well, I just recently moved. <laughs> he was like, mm, so you don't know your address. And I was like, um, well, and of course I'm just like stumbling over my words. And he was like, can you sign your name right here? And I was like, yeah. And of course he was looking at the signature on the ID (laughs) and I go to sign it. And it's just like, not even close. He literally wads the paper up in my face. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. This isn't my first fucking rodeo. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. But on that same trip, another guy that I was friends with the was there for the senior trip as well from high school. He had drank and done too many explicit uppers, explicit, illicit uppers. Yeah. And actually they probably crashed. were explicit too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he crashed a moped actually. <gasps> yeah. No. On that trip. <laughs> so there's a thing about mopeds in Panama City. Well, yeah. And they're like, here, take this moped. Oh, and by the way, grab a drink on the way and we're not going to give you a helmet or anything. No, and it's like no one is sober at Panama City in the summer. Like everyone's there to get fucked up. Just take the mopeds out of the equation. Make everybody walk. (laughs) That would be much safer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I will say that uh, whole experience with the fake ID prepared me for when I did actually get my fake ID that was another person to be 21 because I got questioned a couple of times and I fucking handled it like a champ and never got caught. She knew her Zodiac sign and everything. Yes. (laughs) So little did that man know who was crumbling up (laughs) fucking paperwork in a 17 year old's face. He was just preparing me to be better. That's right. Learning from (laughs) our mistake. Exactly. (laughs) So probably the highlight of the trip was we would walk at night down the beach being safe right we're not as everyone does yeah and we had this tiki bar not too far down that had like great (laughs) music and unfortunately they had like dollar drink night (laughs) oh good (laughs) oh good I mean I don't know what's better you never know what's gonna happen when you get them dollar drink nights boy I mean come on it's it's on (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it's better to just charge the full price so we don't have bad things happen. Like, can I get me some 25 cent hamburgers to go with these two? Yes. 
McDonald's where you at? I miss those days. (laughs) Literally. So we were down there. It was like probably the third or fourth night. And I mean, we're dancing, like having our cheap ass drinks. We are all just like, we're going to make it down the beach, maybe (laughs) back to the (laughs) condo. You know what I mean? And, you know, my daddy loved the ladies. He was always all about the ladies. And so he was at the bar and there was a woman probably about his age you know and he is like we're all just watching he is talking smack you can tell like he's trying to get her to dance with him and everything and this goes <laughs> on for a few minutes and then he he's not a very he wasn't a very tall man he was maybe five seven at the end of the day yeah he was. and then this like man the size of a door <laughs> like walks up behind him just like towering over him and we're all just standing there in disbelief what's this woman's husband (laughs) mad and he's like excuse me like you're talking to my wife and my dad turned around and goes well hell big I'm sorry you're just not as pretty as she is (laughs) (laughs) and the guy did not take it kindly we were like oh god he's about to get his ass whooped (laughs) like we gotta get (laughs) out of here somebody rescue him (laughs) we gotta go Somebody intervene, abort, abort. (laughs) He done ruffled the wrong feathers. I mean, we all had cowboy hats on at that point, you know, like the beachy ones. Like we were, we were burnt. We were drunk. (laughs) I mean, we wasn't trying to get in no bar brawl. Nobody's ready for that. No one's trying to have a good time, man. (laughs) I love that. He gets to go. He really got himself out of a lot of situations like that, too, I feel like. Like, and I know we mentioned it on previous episodes that, like, if anyone who has watched Shameless, that Sarah's mom is Frank. But, like, also her dad was Frank, too. And just the two of them, like, the fact that they even were together and, like, procreated is it's, actually insane. It, it truly is. It, honestly, my dad has a little bit of Monica vibes, too. So it's kind of like a blend. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. mean, there was just always something. We went into drag racing that trip to like literal drag race, little race cars. And so like you would go as fast as you could. And then you would get to this part where there was a light and you had to like hard break because it like turned after that. And you had to be like stopped and slowed down. Dude, he was so fucking drunk he got in that thing and lit it up and did not break he crashed like it was so bad and embarrassing I mean I wish I had a video camera back then is all I have to say because there was some there was some really amazing moments that I would love to re-watch yeah (laughs) it's like crazy yeah but I mean he was always all about fixing some stuff it wasn't ever fixed maybe right but he used the resources (laughs) that he he had (laughs) to fix things but it was always a good time you knew it was gonna be a good time if he was involved (laughs) but that trip I mean I still have pictures like it is definitely a memory that I will never forget nor anyone else who is part of the trip because (laughs) I mean you can't make this shit up and you know without him we wouldn't have these awesome stories to share but you know yeah you and I we used to be good about taking shots in honor of him on his birthday we need to get back to doing that June 16th yeah um it's interesting though like you have always been like very much a rule follower like very much like the mature one like you're not like a let's go get crazy, fuck it kind of person. Like you've always been very mature and very responsible. 
and wonder why it's because like you have these two parents who are like you know absolutely these huge personalities just like movie characters almost uh who just want to have a good time and party like we talked about your mom a few episodes ago like you know smuggling drugs through the airport post (laughs) 9-11 and it's just like somebody had to be fucking responsible and I mean like you know obviously we're laughing about it this is a lighter episode than we've done in the past few episodes but it's like it sucks that like you really did have to like kind of be the adult I know I had to raise my parents I was gonna make a book about it but now we have the podcast yeah that was the title of our memoir raising our parents yes I mean even you know at an early age people would be like you're whose daughter no you're not what how did you come from them exactly possible Yeah, exactly. Uh, we we have done a good job of like not saying our family members and like the people who we who who are in the stories that we tell. We obviously say their names, um, but Sarah, I think it was your first husband, your ex, um, who yeah. pointed this right. Sarah's drunk name is a combination of her mother and father's name, and so when she's really drunk, it's like it's not Sarah, it's that name. Yes. it's just yeah. like it's so perfect. She doesn't come out real often. But when she does, it's a good time. And she also keeps all her secrets to herself because I usually don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It is the perfect drinking name. That is for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you really did have to totally like be the the parent and be the adult. And I, I just feel like that's like a part of being a child of parents of addiction. Yeah, you you have to you got to be the one that that somebody's got to be responsible. It sucks when it has to be a kid. Well, you know, it's like you take on this parental role in life. Like people joke about traveling with me or like working with me. They're like, you want to be with Sarah because she's mom. Like she'll have everything you'll be taken care of. And it's like, I mean, unfortunately, that's definitely a product of the trauma that I've gone through, you know, yeah, to be that person and to have that, I guess kind of it's, it's like a, I feel like that responsibility is on me, you know? So yep. it is really hard to not naturally be that person when you had to be that person growing up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I can't remember if we talked about, sorry, there's really again, I can't remember if we talked about this on an episode, but it's like when people are like, oh my gosh, like you're so mature for your age or like, you know, we both have heard that in our entire lives. And it's kind of like, it's like a compliment. Sure. But I'm like, I wish I didn't have to be so mature. Right. <laughs> I would love to have not have had to be so mature and yeah. responsible. I wish somebody would have cleaned up after me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wish I could have just not cared about anything. Broke all the rules. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yep. That's what happens. You get to carry that extra responsibility around for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's how it is. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. But that was his, literally his first time going to the beach ever. He had lived in Florida in his 20s. He had lived in California. But like with me, I had never done a beach trip with him. I had done a beach trip with his parents and then with my mom and stepfather. That's who I always vacationed with. So that was the only time we actually went to the beach together. Oh, and like, boy, was it memorable. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, he he had some vacations to make up for, I guess. So he just thought, I'm going to go all in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, we miss him. We do. He was he was a good time. He was he was funny. He was a lot. <laughs> yes, definitely like a kindred spirit with me. So do miss Absolutely. him. Wish he was still around. Wish he didn't have to go early from us. But I definitely have some epic memories. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are like those kind of like huge personalities like that. It's and oftentimes they do go early. Oftentimes mm-hmm. there's, you know, a, a, an issue with addiction. Um, and it's it's almost like they lived enough for an entire lifetime in a short amount of time, you know? That's so true. I've never really thought about it that way. Yeah. I mean, I just now thought of it, but yeah, yeah it's kind of like, well, they went early because they sure lived big. Yeah. And I'm not I'm obviously not condoning, you know, constantly partying, whatever. But, you know, that's yeah. kind of a more positive way to frame it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great way to put it. We'll have yeah. to tell more, more of his stories as we go through the podcast, because there are definitely many of them. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, we did have, we had to bring in a funny story. The last couple episodes were pretty heavy. So yes, yeah, we had to lighten it up, take a little beach trip, you know? Heck yeah. Oh, I'm take out some of them pictures. <laughs> yeah, if you can find them, we should post. That would be nice. You don't have much time, but yeah, I um, think I have cool. some um, saved in Facebook from an event from his birthday. So I have to bring yeah. his birthday shot day back and do a little social media take a shot for him. Um, yeah, and I'll have to try to find at least the kitchen pictures and maybe a moped cell phone picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, we need to see that. It's get like I haven't dug through like physical printed photos in a minute, but I used to love doing that. I was, was like just we did. doing it, and I was really glad that I labeled some stuff <laughs> because yeah. it's hard to get through them. Actually, yeah. it's probably easier to go through my paper ones than it is to find photos in my phone at this point because I don't keep those organized. <laughs> you know what? I actually tried to organize my photos recently in my phone. I made like albums for everything. Yeah. And so then I went back into like the all and Uh just started deleting them, thinking that they would keep them in the album and just remove them from like the all. No, Apple needs to do that. I think they need to fix that. (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. I hate that it's like that. Otherwise, I would take more time to like organize them. Yeah. And there's no point to do that. If not, I want the all to be organized in and everything to be in the, its own folder. Yes, exactly. That's what I want to. We're going to call Apple and suggest Apple, that. where are you at? <laughs> yeah. Fix this shit. Come, Come on. on. Golly. Um, you know, you and I have never done a beach trip together. We haven't. We've never done a vacation together, right? Um, That's crazy. I guess not. No. Oh, shit. We're changing that shit this year. Okay, well, we're going to have a podcast meetup this summer. Yes. <laughs> At the beach. Bring your mopeds and your fake IDs. Yes. And your illicit, explicit drugs. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't We're do any throw of that. it all back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to recreate the trip. 
exactly. and then we get arrested. <laughs> right. Oh man, it was a lot easier to get away with stuff back then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. God. Absolutely. Oh, well, maybe we'll take a trip eventually. Maybe we'll have a podcast meetup eventually. I don't know. Who knows what Omicron and Miss Corona and the state of the world who knows what's to come it's, really- i mean every day is an adventure like we're like <laughs> well we stopped the covid pay but now we're adding covid pay back and you know like now we've got more people sick in our organization than we ever have and more people sick everywhere than we ever have and it's just like it's in, i mean it is just an insane time and it's a hard time for mental health period like i don't yeah. care who you are what you do like is a rough time so it is really important to be good like Morgan and stay in a routine and take time intentionally for yourself and you know just remember that we are in a difficult time yeah absolutely some space I will say though like the last three days I've completely fallen off of my routine I I will say like hormonally like I'm you know my period's happening like I don't know if that's a big part of it but also some stuff with my mom is happening I won't get into it right now because we're wrapping up this episode but uh I've completely fallen off (laughs) <laughs> it has. We say that every episode, I feel like, but I was in a really, really good place. But these last two days, like I've just had some like negative things happen and I completely fell off my routine. And it's like that cycle of like, I'm feeling down, so I'm not going to do the things that make me feel better. And then I feel right. worse about not doing the things that make me feel better. And then it's just a cycle <laughs> and I can't pull myself out of it. But in your defense, the sh- shit that's gone down is pretty significant and I hate that it's got you out of that routine because I mean you are killing it and you deserve yeah. to feel just amazing about yourself and I hate that we keep hitting these blips of negativity and abuse and going through the trauma along with it like it just sucks like we're trying to have a good 2022 okay like, <laughs> I'm trying to have a good time I'm trying to vibe can you guys yes. stop <laughs> also also, Morgan has decided, you know, me too. I mean, I don't work is just not for us anymore. <laughs> we need to oh, yeah. I keep telling I keep telling this to everyone who will listen. I'm like, I absolutely do not have time to work a job anymore. Like I need to <laughs> read for two hours a day. I need to go on two, you know, hour long walks with my dog. I need to, you know just journal for a little bit. I need to like play my little piano for a bit, just trot around and water my plants, do a little dancing, study my German, cook, bake, just vibe. I, by the time I do all that shit, I just simply do not have time for a job. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking looking for those stay at home people applications. (laughs) Yes. Like truly, it was just so funny because I always was such a like, I'm a career woman building my career, you know, yada, yada. And now I'm like, oh yeah, no, I actually have no interest anymore in having a career or contributing to society. I would like to just sit at home and do my little things. (laughs) Yes, man. I've been having some of those feelings as well. It's hard. Life is hard right now mentally. So trying to keep it together. That's all. (laughs) Exactly. This podcast though, it gets, I think it's going to get me out of my funk tonight. Yay. Yeah, so I'm going to get, I got to go to bed early. I cannot stay up until <laughs> past 1 a.m. again. Yes. It's it, this, yeah, this was good. This this pulled me out of it. So good. I'm, I'm healed. Yay. We need <laughs> healing. Everybody needs some healing. Yeah. Speaking of, reach out to us. We want to hear from you. We want to hear some advice. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear, you know, how things that we talk about have 
you know, occurred in your life or how we can help you or, you know. Yeah, exactly. Reach out. Really is uh, reiterating what you're saying. He wants you guys to reach out. That's why he's literally screaming in the background. He's like, please reach out. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He's like, but yeah, my mom okay? Where is she? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to ward off everybody. (laughs) She's stuck in a closet. He's calling for help. I don't know. But yes, reach out to us. Send us, you know, watch Euphoria. Tell me what you think or any other shows that you've seen or just whatever. I want to hear from you. We know we keep talking about the Facebook group. It's because we want you in there. Come in there and talk to us. Come join us. Yeah. Come sit with us. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, take care. Um, We love you guys. Stay safe. Put yourself first. Don't put yourself above your silly little job. No. (laughs) No. No. We love you and we appreciate your time to come and sit with us and and listen with us and reminisce with us and talk about these difficult things that sometimes are really funny. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. Talk next week. Goodbye. Bye.